Dubai I 103.8. 103.8. 103.8. 103.8. We are moving our story on now because we are going to be talking about 360 degree feedback. If you don't know what it is, it's a type of appraisal process that lets employees evaluate other employees and even their bosses. Joining us in the studio is Shane Phillips, head of the Phillips Group, which is an, an executive recruitment company. Shane, fab to have you in the studio. Thanks for joining us again. Thanks for having me. Pleasure to be here. Really? Last time you came in wearing a unicorn head, I, mi- I feel like I'm missing out here. Why does Tom get all the gadgets? Where's my gadget? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that was uh, that wasn't me. That was Juki, the career unicorn. I do. I am good friends with him. However, I can pass a message along. That would like. be lovely. Next time, I want the unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> and so, okay. So we, we we decided we wanted to discuss this uh, in in many parts. Uh, my husband has recently been uh, going through a three hundred and sixty degree feedback loop and I wondered whether we should do it here we don't tend to do it here at the moment and I'm interested to find out that you actually do let your employees evaluate you how intriguing yeah okay so I wasn't ready for that question but yeah I do Uh, I think you know when you look at leadership I think the core thing so many leaders are so concerned with what message they're sending and that's actually relevant what's actually more relevant is what message is being received and so you may think that you know you're being funny but maybe you're being offensive you may think that you're being driven but you're being overbearing so you really want to provide that uh, vent, uh, that those structures in place, you want to have that uh, channels that the staff can actually say, you know, you're really screwing up here, right? <laughs> the wonderful thing about being on the radio is that you really do get 360 degree feedback because if people think you're not good, they just text in. It's really kind. Yes. Or if they have your mobile, they'll send you WhatsApp as well. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. My friends send me WhatsApp messages all the time when I'm on air. It's very kind. And so do you think that this type of... Um, 360 degree feedback happens a lot in the UAE. Do you think that quite a lot of companies, because it, because it really is at the forefront of sort of HR management, isn't it? Well, the core thing for 360 degree view is really the core defense that a chairman will have to, or chairperson, uh, we have to say, a chairperson has to defend themselves against being held hostage by their employees. So what will happen is a CEO may be take over a company, they will employ loyalists reporting into them, they will make sure that no one's strong enough to take over their position, and then the, uh, the CEO then can threaten the, ch- the, the board to say, look, I'm leaving if you don't do oh, X, wow. Y, Z. So, that sounds like, um, what was that program we were watching? Succession. Sounds like that. Or business in the Middle East, as you have. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, and the chairman is, is partly to hold because if you're running a 360 properly, which means that the chairman should then be interviewing each one of the direct reports into the CEO and should be really having a quarterly dialogue about who's the succession plan, where, do, what's the future leadership of the organization look like, um, and being engaged at that level, uh, you'll be able to defend against this, right? Whereas uh, what's happening in the Middle East... Uh, uh, or in a, I think not just in the Middle East, but you know, broad brushstroke or in many regions, is that they're saying, hey, 360 degree review is a good idea. Let's implement it. And then when they look at the cost of having an external consultant come in and run this process and making sure that the chairman is involved and that board members are involved um, and the amount of hours, because each interview of each direct report is a minimum of one hour yeah. and the follow-up and you have two in, you have an interview with the, with the CEO before and after and follow-up and then you have to deliver the development plan on that 
that. There's a huge amount of hours involved. They say, no, no, no. And then they go with an online, we'll just send an online survey so you get a link and then we say, okay, what do you think of Georgia? And that's a complete botch up, right? Yeah, because I'm not going to answer. I mean, obviously, if I was going to answer it about myself, I would say it was fabulous. But I'm not going to say that I think my boss is useless on an online survey because they'll be able to see that it was me potentially, that said they were useless. Or like for a process of, you know, you can do, it's a big thing in journalism, you can do jigsaw identification. You know, they could work out that, well, you know, so-and-so was on air then and so really it could have been only them filling it in and she was female and she said she was aged between, you know, 38 and 50. Gosh, do I fall into that category? Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, and this was the thing is that if you're going to have 360 degree feedback, it has to be anonymous, doesn't it? Because you're never going to criticise your boss. Well, it's not, I mean, it, you, people just don't tell the truth, period, right? So if you go out tomorrow morning and someone asks you how you're doing, you're going to say, great. And you might you might be depressed, you might feel bloated, you might feel overweight, you might feel all of these things. You're literally so you're, just telling, like, describing my life. Yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> so right out of the gates, you know, you're going to be lying for no reason. So... Uh, when it comes to evaluating the boss, whether you're doing a 360 with HR or you're doing it online, they're going to not, most likely you won't get the full truth. If you want to get the full truth, you need an external consultant who's experienced and understands how to interview and assess properly, right? And so it's not what you're saying, it's the way you're saying it, right? So someone might say, you know, do you have a, you know, have you had a conflict with your boss? And then this person says, no. No. So why is there a pause there? And then you have to re-ask the question. Say, look, I can, I kind of understand that there is a bit of friction between the two of you. Oh. And then you have to re-ask the question three, four, five times in different ways. And eventually the person will say, you know what? We have our differences, but we get along. So there is an difference. <laughs> and, you, and, you know, and you have to start breaking it down. Right. And the responsibility needs to sit with the board that say, look, we're responsible for the future leadership of this organization and we need to be involved in the, in this program. There's also a big part of the culture in many organizations that's saying, look, don't break the chain of command. Yes. You don't need to talk to my reportees. That's none of your business. And you know, this is where the leadership really has to take control, whether it's the board with the CEO or the CEO with the direct reports or the direct reports with their direct reports. They say, look, we have to be committed as one of our North Stars one of our lodestars of our organization is that we need to seek and seed leadership at all levels in the organization and that the number one way that we're going to be competitive is by having the best leadership in the industry. You see, so I think it's really interesting. I think loads of bosses will be listening to this. You know, they're driving down Shakeside Road and they're like, I don't care if my employees don't like me. I'm their boss. Because I think out here, it's really hierarchical. And ultimately, you're like, I just need them to get on with their work. They, uh, I don't, you know, who are they to assess me? You know, I've, I've gone out and I've done five degrees and I've risen to the top of the company. Who are they to say whether I'm what I'm getting right or getting wrong? Now, what's brilliant is that I can see from Shane's face that he really disagrees with that company, <laughs> that comment. Yeah, but exactly. I have control yeah. of the faders. So he's got to have to wait three minutes before he can give us his answer to that. Because I don't accept 360 <laughs> feedback i'm the radio presenter you're listening to the agenda with tom urquhart just when you thought it couldn't get any better yeah, yeah. on dubai i 103.8 
Hello there, Georgia here in for Tom on the agenda till the end of the week. We are discussing 360 degree feedback. Uh, poor Shane Phillips, I cut him off in his prime. He is head of the Phillips Group, an executive recruitment company. And he, uh, I, I started off by saying, well, essentially just before the break, I said, well, I'm a CEO. Say, I'm not. We all know that. I'm on the radio. Um, I'm a CEO. Why should these people who have who are my employees who haven't got such good qualifications uh, get, get to say anything about the way I manage them? I, you know, I've done a I've done a business degree course and I know what I'm doing. Who are you? Hundreds of employees. You just do what you're told. How does that work, Shane? <laughs> well, I think if you are a CEO, you you really want to understand if the vision of the organization is being internalized and if you have taken ownership of it. You really want to understand if the strategy is understood and, and taking ownership of it. You also want really you know want to understand if the, the key operational objectives, which you want to achieve in the next quarter, have been understood. Um, and so I think the 360-degree review is a, a place where that kind of dialogue can take place. And smart CEOs will use that to understand what the pulse of the organization is, you know, to what degree has the, has the staff taken ownership of those uh, uh, elements. And another one is also the core risks that the business is facing. You know, if you do have, a, you know, a risk narrative taking place within your organization, to what degree are you aligned on your opportunities, on your risks, on your vision and your strategy? So um, smart CEOs know that the most important thing is not what message they're giving, but what message is actually being received. Okay, so you actually think that if you were to introduce, uh, if one was to introduce 360 degree feedback into your company, that it would actually improve productivity, that it would improve output, that it's good for business? If you did it correctly, right? And that means that if you're a CEO and say, for example, you have a CFO reporting to you, the CFO will have you know, six, seven, eight reports. That means the CEO has to take time to interview his reports, his direct reports, and understand what's happening within that department um, and really understand what, you know. So I think that uh, will have a huge impact, you know, and the more that you empower people, the more that you give them a voice, you, the more that you allow them to craft uh, part of the vision strategy and w- operationally what you're doing, the more of an ownership culture you're going to create. And the more ownership culture you're going to take, the more corporate citizenship behaviors you're going to see and and you're going to have a more engaged workforce and this is where you're going to start to see innovation taking place you're going to start to see you know individuals going above and beyond hey you know what George is not here today, but she needed to follow up on these calls. Let me do that for her. Or are you going to have the kind of staff which says, look, George is not here. It's not my problem. You know, I'm not, I'm not on that show. Dead air. We're not going to have any air. No one's going to talk. <laughs> uh, loads of people are really uh, engaging with this topic, which is great. Uh, I, I give you feedback. Thank you for engaging. <laughs> <laughs> I sound like such an idiot when I say that. Uh, please do get in touch if you've um, ever given three, 360 feedback, if you've received it, uh, 4001. Kathy says, hi, regarding 360 uh, feedback, we experienced this many years ago, sadly. Uh, she says certain nationalities are very intimidated Ooh, by this. That's do, interesting. Do you, you think certain nationalities, Shane? We're, making, we're asking you to draw a very broad brush then. I don't, th- I don't think that nationality has anything to do with it. I mean, I think if the, the leader needs to drive, with, you need to work with different personalities. So someone may not be very assertive. And, you know, if you're the leader, you want to know what that person is thinking. You know, you need to spend time and you need to change your leadership style and your communication style to draw the best out of them. And I think you also mentioned something before the break that, you know, should is it about, you know, the person's upset that, hey, they don't like me. It's not about being liked, right? So you can hate me, but 
you'll know that I'm working professionally. I'm working with integrity. I'm here to do what's best for the organization. And I'm going to push you in ways that really drive you up the wall. But I'm there to drive to drive peak performance within the team. And sometimes that means making very unpopular decisions. That sometimes may be that may, may that me that may mean making people hate you. But you have to make those tough decisions. That's what leadership is about. It's about making decisions that people that no one wants to do. And sometimes it means being the most unpopular person in the office. We are talking about today is 360 degree feedback. It is a type of appraisal process. If you don't know about it, I think it is in quite a lot of companies now, uh, that lets employees evaluate other employees and even their bosses. So Zena, you went out and about asking questions. Yes. So I was, uh, you know, I asked a lot of people, mostly staff about what they thought of this. Did they, did they seem nervous? Were there staff in this office? No. Oh, they no. weren't. Oh, okay. I do not get to evaluate my boss's performance, but I really, really love this idea. And I think it would be hugely beneficial to both the um, employer and the employee. Uh, I wish more were open to this. No, I don't get to evaluate my boss, never, ever. But I wish this was implemented as a practice across all levels of the organization so that it could help us grow and evolve better. Yes, I did review my boss's performance. I did evaluate it just because she added me as a contributor. That was the sole reason. My boss firmly believes that it is very important to get feedback from your managers, as important it is to get feedback from people above her, because then only you will get a holistic view of how you're performing in managing upwards and in managing downwards. You could be good at managing upwards, but not necessarily managing downwards or vice versa. So for her as a boss, her review would have been incomplete if she didn't get my feedback. In my culture, I'm from China. I don't think I can do that because they are the boss. Otherwise, we will be the boss. So if they're the boss, we listen to them, we respect what they say, we respect the standard it's set, and we try to follow that. We never judge. We never question. So what do you think? 4001 or use that, use, that, use that free play app. Would you give your boss feedback? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> One of you texted in to say I'd given feedback in the 90s when I was working for a British multinational company. My boss did not like my assessment Ooh. of his. It goes without saying I did not get an increment the following year. I'm so sorry to hear oh, that. But no. things are changing now. They are changing. And then and as Shane Phillips, our guest earlier in the program, uh, who is head of the Phillips Group, explained, really the only way to do it, you can't really do it as an online survey. Yeah. You have to do it face to face with people. And Shane, I, we had, we couldn't say goodbye to him and he had to dash to go to a meeting because he, he actually has a job. Uh, but, but, I, but, but, but I didn't let him leave without asking him about Walk On Music. Oh, as well. yes. Yeah, yeah. Have a listen to this. The number one walk-in song of all time has to be Eye of the Tiger, of course. And you, you've admitted something that when people go on hold in your company, what happens? Yeah, we have Eye of the Tiger as our hold music at the Phillips Group. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, Shane. Really, really appreciate it. So that's not just for Shane. Uh, that's also for Randall. He Randall. sent Randall wrote in to say that that would be his walk-in music. Get in touch with yours, 4001, or download and use that free uh, Play app. This is Dubai Eye 103.8.